Welcome to the Money Management Resource Center podcast. I'm Jacob Johnson, the president of the Money Management Resource Center, and I'm here with Jerrica Ballard, one of our fantastic financial coaches, to talk a little bit today about why we all need a budget. Would you like to introduce yourself, Jerrica? Yeah. So my name is, like you said, it's Jerrica Ballard. Um, I'm a student here at Utah Valley University, a coach, financial coach at the MMRC, Money Management Resource Center, and I'm a junior in the financial planning program. Perfect. So, um, I just wanted to ask, start out with, um, about some of the research you've done. You said you did a little research about this beforehand. What did you find out about budgeting in America? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Cause actually, um, we hear about budgeting all the time, right? That we need to budget, budgeting is important, but when you actually look at the stats, I found out that 32% of Americans actually keep a household budget. That means three out of every 10 people you meet have a budget. That's according to the Gallup finder the stats on there or even worse seven out of ten don't have a budget (laughs) (laughs) exactly and that seven out of ten correlates with the next fact which is 76 percent of americans live paycheck to paycheck which i'm pretty sure the three out of ten that keep a budget are not the ones that are living the seven out of ten like you were saying live paycheck to paycheck yeah you're right like it's even scary to me thinking that even people that do have a budget, whether they're struggling to keep the budget or they are keeping their budget, there's that much of a gap between those who even keep a budget but still struggle and live paycheck to paycheck. And both those situations are awful. Not being able to keep a budget and not living, you know, living from paycheck to paycheck are, are both awful things. So I'm glad that we, we know those facts now. <laughs> it is. It is. And it's a tough cycle to break. In fact, the average American is $5,700 in debt. And we wonder why our nation's in debt or we wonder why that's a big issue for us. It's because it's a hard cycle like you talked about to be able to break that. Yeah. It's just the way your parents have lived life or the way you get used to living life. Why would you change? Sometimes people don't know any better. Yeah. Exactly. as like, like you've even said before, ignorance is definitely not bliss. <laughs> no. Talk about that for a little bit. <laughs> it's not. It's not. We hear... We hear that quote all the time. Ignorance is bliss. And in some situations, I agree that it is. Like if you're believing in Santa Claus or the Tooth Fairy, that's a great situation where ignorance is bliss. But, or like if you think there's a spider on your bed, but you don't know there's a spider on your bed, you're ignorant to the spider, therefore it's blissful. But if it comes to budgeting, that that is like the worst case scenario ever. You can't, you can't be ignorant in the budgeting. The more ignorant you are, I'd say the worse off you are. And there was one, there's a situation actually that taught me that, um, I was on, I was on a basketball team and in high school I played and I went to go on a camp and I don't, do you know who Natalie Williams is? Have you ever heard of her before? Oh, I regret that I don't <laughs> teach me. So she, uh, so she's actually a pretty famous girl in girls basketball. I know people don't know a lot about girls basketball in like the WNBA, but she's actually from Utah. So kind of cool that way. So she was running this camp. She's an Olympian and she's running this camp and I'm there and we're doing this game and we're playing the king of the court and you, you're doing scrimmages. And if you win, you get to stay on. Oh, I and see. So my team was like doing really well. We're winning a lot. And we we're supposed to keep track. Like typical Jerrica, winning at everything. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> we were supposed to keep track of our score because we get a prize afterwards. So we're winning. We're doing well. And then, so I had the ball and Natalie William blows her whistle. She's like, mind you, she's like six, two. She's an African-American. She's just big, bulky, like just ready to go. Oh, gosh. She's standing right in front of me and says, what's your score? And I just looked at her and thought, shoot. I don't know my score. And I'm looking around at my teammates like, oh, can anyone, is anyone going to tell me the score? Looking for help, nothing. And I just told her I didn't want to lie. So I said, I I don't know. I took the ball and she threw it on the ground and said, if you don't know your score, you can't win. Get off the court. No. It was rough. But in, in reliance with, she taught me a good lesson. And especially like with budgeting, if you don't know how much you're making, if you don't know how much you're 
you're going to spend. You don't know if you're on top. You don't know if you're below. You don't know where you're at. You don't have a realistic idea. So therefore, ignorance is not bliss in that situation. No. Wow. No, that's so true. I mean, when you when you don't know, you're really out of control. And I think that's why people go to university. That's why we go to school is we don't want to be ignorant. We want to be educated so we can be the best in our field, the best in our industry. Um, you know, like great saying it, in some situations, it's great. Santa Claus, Tooth Fairy, those are fine. But, you know, when you're talking about taxes, you, you really want to know what you're talking about. When you're talking about auto mechanics, you don't want to take your <laughs> don't bring your car to anyone that I know or, or to me because I don't know how to fix it. I don't have that expertise. I'm ignorant. And that's really bad, especially when it comes to budgeting. Mm-hmm. So that comes to a really vital question that we wanted to address today. How do you go about creating a budget? There, there's lots of different ways to create a budget. And that's kind of what we do here at the Money Management Resource Center is we can walk people through how to do that. But the first step of creating a budget is you have to know your income. And we're not talking about your gross income, but your net income, your income after your taxes and after that stuff. So then you take that and then you have to identify your fixed costs. So what things never change, like your rent or your car payments or insurance or things that are the same month to month. Then you identify your variable costs. So these things like gas, um, groceries. I don't know if you want to like go to a sporting event, take a girl out, whatever you want to do, have fun. Take a girl out. <laughs> good good call to all the gentlemen of UVU. Jacob's got a good budget for that, I'm sure. Yeah, got a, got a budget for taking the girl out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then you should have a budget with savings, money to save, save for the future. That's a whole other topic for another day, but that's important to have that. So okay. those are just the basic outlining, just very, very basic on starting how to create your budget. Perfect. So know your income, know what's fixed cost, know what's variable and going to change and make sure you're saving money. Mm-hmm. Seems like a good step-by-step process. Um, is there any any way beyond sitting down with a friend or a counselor? Like, What are some of the tools people use for creating budgets? Yeah. So there's lots of tools that you can use. Um, some people do to sit down and do pen and paper and just hash it out that way. Which is great. That is great. Yep. Except we're kind of moving more technology-based and millennials use more technology so you can use your Excel sheet, Excel sheet. Some people like create their own. Or an eggshell sheet. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> Some people um, use an, the envelope method. I haven't met too many people do this, but you set aside like this envelope and this cash in here is for groceries. And when that money runs out, you're toast. Like, no, no. One of my friends actually has a hardcore, I use the oh, envelope really? method for everything. Yeah. She took a train trip across the US. Uh-huh. She was moving away from home and she budgeted every penny she had in envelopes titled and addressed. It's actually a really amazing um, instance. So people use all sorts of methods. So paper's good. Technology's good as well. Technology good. The envelope method, or you can do, um, people use mint.com or ynab.com. There's lots of like free budgeting systems. Or I know even like my, uh, my iPhone, you can click in and there's like a budgeting system on my iPhone and app there. Yeah. My credit union has one built into their um, website and their app as well. A little budget here or whatnot. But the most important part I think is that you actually do it. Right. You know, the method doesn't work if you're not doing it. Who cares if you got envelopes or YNAB or mint.com or an Excel spreadsheet if you don't actually use it. Right. And all these resources made it so possible that we can literally start today. We could start now. We can like after listening to this, you could literally, or even while you're listening to this, start making Ooh. a budget right now. Call to action. <laughs> you got called out. Yeah, I, you, you, right now listening to this, you know who you are. Make a budget. You've got this. We got your back. <laughs> or if you don't want to do it yourself, you can come into the MMRC. We do that with everyone that comes in. We talk about the budget, help create it. There's lots of services that the MMRC does. Yeah, so, it's phenomenal. Yes, it does. And it's not only like, it's not just about 
feeding a budget, right? It's about creating a habit that changes your life. These are habits that'll help you reach your goals of retirement, of having kids, of having a house, of graduating college. There's so many goals that budgeting can help you reach just from doing one simple step is budgeting. Right. And, and I think one of the most empowering things of a budget is it helps you see that the end is in sight. If you're having struggles with debt, it helps you see, oh, there's a way out of this. If you have no idea where your money is going, it helps you, oh, I see where my money is going. If you know, you got a goal, I want to buy a car and I don't have a car, you know, six months from now, how can I do that? It helps you see that your goals can be reasonable. So that's why I really like budgets. Um, what are some of those, I don't know, keys to budgets or keys to making them work? Keys to making budgets work? I think uh, a big part is to make sure that you know what's important to you, right? When you're creating a budget, you have to sit and debate, oh, should I spend money on groceries or do I need to spend it for um, school or whatever it is? You have to help identify what it is and then you have to be committed to stick to it. You stick to your budget and you can it helps when you bring in a second person or a second mm. source to help keep you accountable. Accountability. Yes. Yep. Huge. Yep. Well, I was actually reading a study the other day um, that was saying what weight loss programs actually work. And, and hear me out. That's kind of stupid weight loss. <laughs> how do you actually lose weight if you want to lose it? Right. But it's saying it doesn't matter how revolutionary or cool or new the method is. Mm-hmm. What matters is accountability. Um, and more importantly is the people who stick to it, but the people who stick to it are those that have an accountability partner. The number one way to have success in finance or in going to school is to have an accountability partner. And that's where I think marriages can be really great. You know, if you're married, get your spouse. I mean, who better to have your financial situation known to than your spouse? Who better to have you as that accountability partner? Cause they'll hold you accountable. Um, you know, you sleep with a person, they, they you might as well budget, might together. As well budget together. <laughs> Couples that budget together stay together. They do. It's a great communication tool. Hot Valentine's oh. date too. <laughs> Let's budget together on Valentine's Day. Would you budget with me? <laughs> Just don't try that on a first date. No. <laughs> you want not. to budgets together, but you can do it on your first date with the Money Management Resource Center. We would love to do that for our first get together. Amen. <laughs> um, yeah, it's beautiful. I think I think as well. I'm with budgets. You know, it comes down to the really simple maxim that I love that Carl Richards draws. In fact, I'm looking at it on our wall right now. You can see it when you're passing by um, in the by the cafeteria at UVU by our office um, in 147 uh, Woodbury Business Building 147. You can see it on our wall. It's just giant poster that's made by the artist Carl Richards, and it says income is greater than or equal to expenses. And that's the real thing that a budget does. It allows you to have your income be greater than or equal to your expenses. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. That's a good thing to do. Well, perfect. Just as a reminder for everyone. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I, I cut you off. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about relating to budgets? I wasn't sure. No, I don't. I think, I mean, I think you hit it on the nail, especially with the income and expenses. If you, if you make more than you spend, then that's good. But if you don't, you only have two options. Either make more money or decrease your expenses. That's it. Oh, that's really logical. Makes you think of that <laughs> SNL skit. If you don't have the money, don't buy it. It's a one-page document. No, that's so cool. So just a uh, quick quick, brief recap of what we talked about. We talked about the statistics. 30% of people actually budget. 70% of Americans, or 76, mm-hmm. um, live paycheck to paycheck. Um, ignorance isn't bliss when it comes to finances. <laughs> There's the steps of creating a budget. What were those one more time? To know your income, identify your fixed costs, identify your variable variable costs, and then make sure you make room for savings. Savings. Okay. Uh, we talked about some of the different budgeting methods. We hit on the envelope method, um, YNAB, Mint, uh, using Excel spreadsheets, um, the, the concept of you can start right now. Everyone can do it right now. You can even do it while you're listening to this podcast or right afterwards. Have an accountability partner. 
And if you need help as well, there's always the Money Management Resource Center. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, so just one last question. I just want to know how how long have you been with the Financial Counseling Center and how did you, I don't know, get to be a financial counselor here at the center? Yeah. So I, I've been in the program for about a year. Um, I really enjoyed being in the financial planning program and I've done a couple of internships at some places and like what real world there. experience. Yes. Real world experience. And then the MMRC, the Money Managed Research Center, is just helping people like ourselves that are going through the exact same things that we're doing. And I think that is very valuable. We're, we're going to school. We're trying to work a job. We're trying to do a lot of things in our personal life. And so that really drew me to that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, perfect. So thank you so much for being with us today, Jerrica. It's been awesome to have you talk about budgeting on our program, um, the Money Management Resource Center podcast. Just a plug for what we do. You know, we help people with student loans, with budgeting, with debt management, credit scores. We have a presentation that we do for classes and clubs and groups. We've even actually gone out to a couple of high schools now. Um, And we also help with taxes during tax season. We get trained through the IRS through a program called VITA. And... You know, we're just excited to be able to help as many students as we can along this journey. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this podcast. It's been great to have Jerrica with us, and we'll see you next time. Bye.